Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, we're back, and today we're going to be giving you an NFL divisional round preview, and we're going to be giving our predictions on the games. Uh, what's up, Jerry? What's up? How you doing? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. All right. Well, then let's get right into it. Let's go. The first game of the weekend is the Rams versus the Packers. Uh, Jerry, what do you think is going to happen in this one? This is going to be a blowout. First of all, it's in Green Bay. So you know the weather's going to be cold in the middle of January. Uh, the Rams are from Los Angeles, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't typically lose in the cold, especially to a team that's worse than his. Um, and the Rams, they're, I, I'll give them credit. They're a pretty good team. They took down the Seahawks play well last week, but their quarterback situation is still pretty shaky. Jared Goff, we're not sure how healthy he is. Um, and regardless, I think that he's not a great quarterback, probably the worst starting quarterback, even when he's healthy out of all the quarterbacks that are remaining in the playoffs and Aaron Rodgers his record when it's like less than 30 degrees is 11 and 2 and I'm pretty sure that the forecast for Saturday is going to be somewhere around 30 degrees um, so expect a Packers win Rams are a good team maybe if they got the Saints instead they could have upset them but not the Packers not going to happen yeah and here's a couple numbers for you so they are projecting that the weather is going to be below freezing and um, Jerry Goff in his career with temperatures below freezing, no touchdowns and five interceptions. And he's wow. going up against Aaron Rodgers, who is excellent in the cold. Now, that's that's if Jerry Goff plays. Jerry Goff is probably going to play. He was not happy with the situation last week of how he had to play. Uh, I don't know why. You know, you're trying to win a playoff game and you need a backup. Uh, so even if he doesn't play, which I'm sure he will, you can almost chalk up for a win for the Packers if he doesn't play. And just... It's this. I don't see any scenario in my head where the Rams win this game. Yeah, I mean, if you're even considering that Los Angeles wins this one, then I hate to break it to you, but you're probably wrong. Because, like, like I said, they're they're not a bad team, but the odds are just not in their favor. Yeah, but the one good thing about this game is everyone should be a little excited for is Jalen Ramsey versus Devonte Adams. Yeah. This is going to be a fun match to watch. Yeah, I have a question. Do you think that in single coverage, or I'll just say, can Devontae Adams, like, you look back at, like, Darrell Revis, he used to just take wide receivers out of the game. Do you think that Jalen Ramsey can do that with Devontae Adams? No, but I think he's going to limit him to 50 yards and maybe only one touchdown. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the league. I don't think you can stop him to nothing. Here's what I, I mean. Yeah, that, I agree with that to an extent. I mean, I think that nobody can cover Devontae Adams in single coverage. Regardless, he's going to – I think that my stat line prediction for him this weekend, I'll say he gets like six, seven receptions for a little bit less than 100 yards, maybe catches a touchdown. Um, what I do think Ramsey will – like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, we know that they get a lot of their uh, goal line touchdowns by throwing it on the one-yard line to Devontae Adams. I don't think that's going to happen with Jalen Ramsey guarding him, but like in the open field – when he's running routes and stuff, I don't think he'll be able to stay with him the whole game. Uh, the last time I can remember when a team tried to go single coverage against Devontae was the Eagles and Darius Slay. He just got absolutely cooked. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey is a better player than Darius Slay, but Slay is still a pretty good quarterback, and I don't think it's that much of a difference where he can just completely knock him out. Now, they do have like a talented defense overall, and if they decide to bring like a double team on Devontae Adams, maybe they can keep him out of it a little bit. I It's just not gonna, really going to matter that much regardless because the Packers are going to win this game, I'm th 
100% confident in that. Yeah, the Packers, I had them winning by 20. And, I mean, I could see it being more. And, you know, who knows? Maybe L.A. comes out with a little fire, but just it just there's – there's no scenario in my head where they win. It will be one of the biggest upsets, I think, in playoff history. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Ravens and Bills. So, five seed versus two seed. I I see a case where either of these two teams win. I think the Ravens are going to come out in this one. I think Josh Allen's going to have a slower game. But I also see a case where Josh Allen has a good game. If Josh Allen has a good game, they win. That's just how it is. I feel like Allen's always the biggest key to a Bills win. You know, you can say that about any quarterback, but whenever Josh Allen has a subpar game, the Bills never win. You can do your research, just doesn't happen. So it's it's really going to come down to Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's 100% true. When he has a bad game, the Bills do not win. I don't think he will have a bad game, but he might not have a great game, and I could still see them winning. Um, what My biggest key to the game, I think, what it comes down to is the run particularly the Ravens rushing offense versus the Bills run defense. Now the Bills run defense this season, they were like kind of middle of the pack, bottom half of the league, but not not terrible. There were some games where they looked ter- terrible. Like I remember the Patriots in week, um, the first time they played the Patriots, where Cam Newton fumbled on the last drive and they won the game because of it. I remember Damian Harris, that was like one of his breakout weeks. He ran all over them. Though it is important that the Ravens get off to a good start. They can't do what they did against the Titans last week where they have a slow start and they have to play from behind and throw the ball more. Um, they have to get off to a, like an early lead, preferably, and that allows them to run the ball and drain the clock and just take care of the ball, control the game. If the Ravens do that, they win the game. If not, the Bills win. Yeah, so here's my theory behind the Josh Allen thing I recently said. Uh the Bills still had the best running backs in the league. Now, Singletary's good. Moss is now out uh, to for an injury. So that's like their short yard back. Uh, Singletary, I'm not on the hype. A lot of people think he's a franchise running back. He really isn't, hasn't had that many big games this year. So if Allen's not having a good game, I just don't know where they're going to get their production on offense. And the Ravens, you know, if Lamar's not doing good in the air, he can always just run. And they have three really good backs in J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram. So it's just, I just, I think the Ravens have the edge. You know, it's nice that the Bills have their fans at home. I think that's definitely going to help them out. But overall, I think Ravens defense and offense just completely shuts the Bills down. You know, even if Josh Allen does well, I'm still going with the Ravens. Yeah, I think this is probably the biggest, like, toss-up of the week where if you asked everyone who's going to win, I think this would be the closest to, like, 50-50. It's definitely going to be a great game. I can't wait to watch it. Let's move on to Browns-Chiefs. I have a hot take for this game. I'm Hinted at it in the last episode where we recapped um, the wild card action. I think the Browns are going to upset the Chiefs. Um, let me elaborate a little bit. So the Browns, we know how good their running game is. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and all offensive linemen they have. I'm pretty sure that Joel Baitino, who's like their all-pro left guard, he was out last week because of COVID. I'm pretty sure he's going to be back. And the right side of their offensive line is great. They just have a great overall um, running game and a great defensive line, which I talked about this last episode, but I think there's really three things. The three most important things to winning in the playoffs is your offensive line, your defensive line, and your quarterback. The Browns definitely have an O-line and a D-line, but their quarterback situation, I mean, Baker, sometimes he plays great, sometimes he plays not so great. If he can play good, 
and the Browns just run all over the Chiefs, I think they're going to win this game. The Chiefs cannot stop the run, and that's like their weakness. And also, Mahomes, when you blitz him, he makes you pay for it. You don't blitz Mahomes. The Browns do not have to blitz, and they'll still get pressure with guys like Miles Garrett on their defensive line. And, you know, those are the reasons why I think the Browns could upset the Chiefs. I'm predicting them to do so. Yeah, it's a hot take. And honestly, like, it, it sounds good. that Everything you said has reason behind it. Uh, I, I think I said in the last podcast that I have two scenarios in my head and neither of them that the Browns win. Now, yes, I the only way I see the Browns winning this game are if Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb combined for 200-plus yards. Uh, I think Mahomes will outscore Baker with ease, and I just think that they're going to put up a ton of points. Um, it's, just, it's just Chiefs in the playoffs. That's how I think it's going to go. But, you know, I wouldn't be that shocked if the Browns do win this game. Uh, I'm just not. I'm just not calling it right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are expecting it, but I'm I'm pulling for the Browns this week. I I want them to make me look like a genius. <laughs> that would be pretty fun, Jerry. If you pull if you pull this one off, Jerry, uh, we're going on first take <laughs> next week. So let's go into the last game: Brady versus Breeze. Uh, this is this is interesting. We are blessed to have this matchup happen at least happen at least one more time. And really, I could see this game going either way. Uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers on this one in a very close game. I could see this one being within seven points. Uh, in my total prediction, I'm saying Buccaneers by 10 under. Yeah, I am i don't know where I stand on this game yet. You know, Brady, I'm pulling for the – I picked the Bucs to win the Super Bowl. Um, they're my pick from here on out. I think that they beat the Packers in a rematch. It's not going to be the same way it was last time, but the biggest – thing for them is winning this game because the Saints had their number the first two times they met. Uh, remember that one I think it was Sunday Night Football where they just got absolutely destroyed. It was like 38-3. Yes, to 38-3. Um, if that happens again, which I don't think it will, but obviously the Saints will win. Uh, the Buccaneers though, they've been playing a lot better since they had, well, first of all the Buccaneers, I mean, a lot of people think they're bad, but because like Every single time they're on TV on primetime, they suck. Like, versus the Bears, versus the Saints, versus the Chiefs when Tyree Kill had that 200-yard first quarter. And so, like, a lot of people kind of have this bad impression of them because every time they watch them, they just stink. But they've secretly been pretty good this year. Um, they were only, like, a win less than the Saints on the year. And I think that they could probably win this game. I'm going to predict them to do so. Yep, and that's what I'm going with, too. The Saints... In order for them to win, Breeze is going to need to have a good game. He cannot throw more than two INTs. Actually, I, I, he cannot throw two INTs in general. If he throws two INTs, Buccaneers win. You know, like I always come up with like weird predictions like that. If he throws two INTs, they lose. But, you know, the Saints defense, they're, they're the key to this win. If they need to, if the Saints want to win, they need to hold Brady to under 250 yards, I'd say. And it, this is going to be a battle. I really see this game being close. I don't see it being a blowout either way. Uh, but if I had to choose, I could see the Buccaneers blowing them out. Like, it's 3% chance of that happening. Yeah, I mean, the Saints, you know, Brady, the key to beating him over the years has been to get pressure on him. And, you know, the Saints have Cam Jordan, Trey Hendrickson. We'll see what they can do. Bucks have a good O-line. Uh, it'll be an interesting game to watch for sure. Now let's get into uh, the highly anticipated segment where we go through our predictions uh, let's start off with Rams versus Packers. I got Packers by 20 or more. Who do you have? I, I got Packers winning 38 to 13. <laughs> wow. Um, 
I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Uh, let's get into the next one, Ravens versus Bills. I think this is definitely going to be a close one, decided by one score. I'll say Ravens by three. Uh, last second game winning field goal by Justin Tucker. I have Ravens winning 24 to 20. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, Browns versus Chiefs. I said I'm going to have the Browns winning. It's going to be a high-scoring fair, but I think the Browns kind of run all over them, and it's like 33 to 30 Browns. Oh, that's an interesting one. I, I have Chiefs 33 to 17. Uh, um, Saints versus Bucks, the battle of the 40-year-old quarterbacks. I think the Buccaneers <laughs> win this one. Brady throws three touchdowns, 300 yards, and the final score is 28 to 25. I have this one 24 to 21. Yeah. Um, a lot of close games here. We'll see who gets more right. We'll recap it when we go over the games and the action. So tune into the next podcast. Thank you for listening to this one and we'll see you next time.